Now I'm recording. Hey, it's our Badcast. It's me, your host, Mike Linden. It's Dan on trumpet. It's Steve Montenegro on the other side. Oh, it's a tuba, I think. What are you doing? I've never seen a live performance before. Wow! What was that, that even? <laughs> what was that even supposed to be? Obviously, he is a man that understands how scatting works. Dan. <laughs> was that supposed to be an mm. instrument? Or <laughs> he was raised by a dock in the 1830s. Like, did, you had, didn't you see how my fingers were yeah, moving? Well, your hand, next to my nipples. I did see that, and that's what made it more confusing. Then, because I'm just like, well, it doesn't look like he's trying to be like a fiddle player. That <laughs> was like a. It was like a double accordion or something. <laughs> yeah, it was either like a double accordion or maybe I wasn't moving enough, so it was like a double keytar. Oh. oh. And then, Aren't you just playing like a really ergonomic keyboard on a, on a yeah. string? Then? No, I had like like a weird whammy control under my chin. Oh. Yeah. Pretty much still the same thing, though. Pretty much what I said. Huh? It's pretty much what I said. That's my part. Okay, fine. Yeah, would the two of you stop playing your nipples? I was nowhere you near Lindens my nipples. You Lindens are always playing at I your nipples. I was nowhere near my nipples. It's how Backcast Nights. Nights. What? That's oh, how I, thought cast. We, I thought we were doing the theme yeah, song. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. Wait. Nights. How bad cast. How bad cast. How bad cast. Nights. How bad cast. Nights. How bad cast. Yeah. How bad cast. Nights. How bad cast. Nights. How bad cast. Yeah. Woo. Woo, chug a lug. What's up? What's up? It's your boys. How bad? <laughs> I was perfectly fine until the second we started this podcast, uh-huh. and then I had something in my eye, and I've had it in my eye the entire time, and it's upsetting me. Oh, no. Oh, you mean like right now? Yeah. I thought you meant like for the years we've been doing this podcast. Oh, no. My life was definitely better before we started this, sure. too. Well, sure, 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 sure. So it's been two minutes of... Steven trying to get an eyelash out of there. What instrument do you think he's trying to play? Not the nipples. <laughs> Clearly. I mean... I think I, I think I did it. Hooray! Yay! Time will tell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nope, still something in there. Oh, that's Going slower. back to it. Dan, how hey. are you doing? What What are you... Hey. Hi. What's uh, up with you? Pretty good. Eyeballs are totally clear of obstruction. Uh, are you trying to audibly rub your eye into microphones right now? Is it working? A yes. little, yeah. It yes, it is. <laughs> then yes, yes, oh, that was God. what I was trying. If it was working, uh, is that like, is that like a tear duct queef? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mostly a remnant of the eye popping out. What? No, my eyes can make that sound sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and my only, eyes have never popped. Only out. the one that's popped out does it for me. <laughs> hmm. Uh, true fans of the podcast will remember that Steven at one point did had that crazy phenomenon where his eyeball just comes out and just kind of dangles. Yep. Yeah. I call it Tex Avery syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Whose joke is that? Who did I steal that joke from? I Simpsons, don't maybe? No. Great question. Maybe the Simpsons? Possibly Futurama. My eyes are too narrow at night. What? 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 You're not describing dimensions in a conventional way. <laughs> like, uh, when I was driving over here, like, I notice sometimes that, like, I I feel like I have, I feel like I need to, like, 
uh, open my eyes all the way in order to have like normal vision. Mm-hmm. If I've had normal like, vision, if I've been sitting in front of you know computer work time too long. What are you even? What are you? Even, I don't think that's what are you a, even wording out. I don't think that has to do with the narrowness of your eyes. Like, I think that's look like, at, like look. This yeah. is this is like see, oh, I'm taking in a. Like if I have my eyes like that's all the way much. open, that's too much open. Yeah, but you you don't have enough eye opening as it is. That's what I'm saying. That's what? exactly what I'm what saying. What are you saying? He doesn't have enough eye opening. Like, like his eyes are too squinted. Dude, I feel like my face is like trying to like collapse in on itself through my eyeballs. I guess. I mean, we Linden. I have two singularities. Sure. In my face. We Lindens have like fairly deep set eyes. But that is what they say, though. The eyes are the black holes to the soul. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Where nothing escapes. Like our brow bones. Unless are, like, maybe it does. Like, trying to like just slide down like a garage door. Yeah, over our eyes. I feel like I feel like my brow muscles aren't strong enough to hold all this forehead. <laughs> that is a hilarious way of putting it, but what? accurate. <laughs> yeah, like the. Uh, the Atlassian feat that each of your upper eyelids is performing Whoa. is becoming harder and harder over time. I have had that thought, like, what if Atlas holds up no, your, but your like, forehead? I Will, as a 90-year-old, we have eyebrows for mustaches? I, like, to something like that. I have definitely looked at myself in the mirror before and thought, like, oh, man, as I get older, am I just going to be one of those dudes where, like, my the skin around my eyes, like, becomes a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could always... You know, George Hamilton, that shit. I guess. Like, I, what does that mean? Cook it until it's taught again, apparently. <laughs> I guess that's what I meant by that, yeah. Just, I'll just, I think, let's just cyborg these things, you know? Sure. Because, like, I don't know you what's going to laser eyes? Huh? Trying to get laser eyes or just, like, more efficient regular eyes? I think I he's want... saying, like, replace his forehead with, like, a steel plate. Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, oh, like. Oh, you want to look like the Cobra guy, right? I want to be like a nineties. Yeah. I want to be like a, a late nineties goggle guy, but like on the inside. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> where I was once a man <laughs> like you. So it, you want goggles under your skin? Not under my skin, just where my eyes are. Oh, you, you want actual cyborg guys? Yeah, cyborg guys. So you want to be like Jordy LaForge, but in the later movies? I guess I would take the hair barrette version of cyborg guys. Yeah. Okay. Or like, is like, that what that's called? Yeah. Hair barrette version of cyborg those, guys. I mean, those, those hair mouths. Yeah, the headband things. Yeah. <sighs> the Venus, the plastic Venus flytrap. Okay. Well, you're just you're just naming weird Scandinavian sex acts <laughs> now. Yeah, you're all over the place. What you, uh, My point is, I don't know what's going to happen to us because, like, if you look at our ninety. Why I'm back specifically on the, Scandinavian? I don't know. <laughs> Sex must be unpleasant. <laughs> Cold like our habitat. Witness Vetus flytrap. Oh God. Anyway, like the re- I'm going back to you and me and our p- possible predisposition to our brows collapsing onto our eyes uh-huh. as we age. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Because like you look at our ninety plus grandfather. Sure. And you look you at have our ninety or more grandfathers. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and then you look at our what late sixties father. Sure. And they, I feel like they both have like enough of just like sort of like the cue ball uncle uncle fester things going on, where like everything's just becoming like just this taut, smooth orb on the top of their head. <laughs> but like with our mother's side mixing into the mix, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's. 
I mean, that's how genetics works. Yeah. Have I talked about how many times I've been called by our grandpa, like in, like on a work morning, uh, because like someone has called him to say that uh, he is me drunk and uh in the hospital in oh, like no, that's happened or more something. than once wait what okay you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start this story from the start this is having a multiple times i it's happened at least f- four times oh, now we talked about it once on the show i feel like I it's happened like three did. times in the last three months oh dear did dig in uh, so my grandpa is, uh, you know, sitting around. One of your ninety plus grandpas. Yes. yes. Uh, the main, the main one. The main one. Yes. The the gently, the yeah. prime, the yeah. one from which all other grandpas are are cloned. Uh, sure. Are we still following the Jet Li movie? <laughs> yeah, that's rules? what. That's why. That was my questioning tone. Uh-huh. Was around Jet Li's the one. Uh huh. But anyways, so your grand, your grandpa, uh, your he, main grandpa. Yeah, yeah. He uh he he got a call. Some dude who said that. Uh, oh, I think the first one, the dude said that he had been punched in the nose, and that's why he sounded weird. But he was me. <laughs> His grandson. I think I vaguely remember us talking about yeah. this now. <laughs> yeah. But continue. Uh, and, like, he was in jail and needed a bunch of money. Uh, don't call anyone else because embar- I'm embarrassed or whatever. Uh, and grandpa... So this is actually you doing this. You're scamming your own <laughs> grandfather. Your main grandfather. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know why I'm making up this big, elaborate story. I could probably just ask Grandpa for his money, and at this point, he would just give me money. Uh, Seems like a plan. Our aunt might have something to say about that. Uh, Grandpa can't tell her, because uh, I'd be Oh, right, you're too embarrassed. And my <laughs> nose is broken. Uh-huh. I guess I do need the scam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so he goes to jail. You go to jail. You, Mike, right. Mike Linden. Go to jail. Decide, and I make up this elaborate story about my nose being broken you because I'm yourself, ashamed of how nasally my voice is anyway. Oh. Because your nasal passage is being crushed by your brow. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so then your grandfather... In any case, he asked for a bunch of money. Your grandfather goes, no. Uh, so mainly no. He did call me immediately to be like, hey... I think that's Did the right move. Did you just call me? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. That, that feels like the right move. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly the right move. I mean, like. So, wait. So, this keeps happening. That's where yes. I'm at. This is where I want to hear about because yeah. I've already heard this first one. Like, I, I wonder if uh, they just. If there's just some, like, dark web list of. Uh, I guess you don't need to go to the dark web. Just look up. <laughs> just look up what phone number range is like uh, a home or whatever, and just call all of them. So is he saying is is, is the scammer that's definitely not you? Uh-huh. Is the scammer saying, "Hey, I'm your grandson, Mike," or is he saying, "Hey, I'm your grandson"? I'm reasonably certain he's just saying, "Hey, I'm your grandson," and Dan doesn't matter. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm not positive about that. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. So me, so me and our cousin Pete just get sh- thrown into the shitter. <laughs> oh, man. And it's not even possible that we're <laughs> scamming our grandpa. I don't even think I knew you had a cousin Pete. <laughs> Take that, Pete. Um, 
But I don't know. That's so, actually a good question. It so, is a great question. So, first of all, your name's Mike. It's like the most common one. That's true. true. So you, like, it could just be a coincidence. Sure. Like, they're just like, fuck it, let's just try the most common one. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it could just be a list of, like, vulnerable old people that exist somewhere in, in the world. Like, like you know, there's some sort of Google Doc out there that's like, these people are for scamming. Uh-huh. Or, and here's what I like to believe, because I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your grandfather yeah. is some poor bastard's white whale. <laughs> like, the first time, he's like, oh, you almost bought it. I'll try again later. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the fourth time is like, ooh. Send it a little rougher on the phone this time. <laughs> Maybe he's getting that dementia. I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> and then like the 17th time, he's like, oh, my God, this guy's going to fall for this eventually. And like he's obsessed. He's made no money scamming. Yeah. Him. Yeah. But then eventually, even though the scam doesn't work, he's built up such a rapport with my grandpa that he's just, he just, he's just leaves in the, him well. the money in the well. Yeah. <laughs> and I requeeth. All of my holdings to the following phone number. (laughs) (laughs) The scammer that kept calling me. Honestly, honestly, he tried harder to get my money than any of my grandchildren did. I like the idea, though. I also like the other, again, because I'm a romantic. I like Uh the idea of this scammer, like, building such a bond with our grandfather that, like, when he passes, he tries one last time. And then, like, our dad or our aunt is, like, picks him up like, oh, I'm sorry, he's passed away. And this guy is, like heartbroken yeah oh <laughs> like, yeah not because he's not gonna get the money but he's just like oh what because he never got to get the money <laughs> i like to think that grandpa's uh like will he... will bequeath just a bank vault full of uh bricks of government cheese yeah i'm still um i need to spend more time with your grandpa. <laughs> i am still to this day like i'm still there's a part of me that is still like a little crestfallen that when uh our grandmother might on the other side uh, past there Your was non-main grandmother. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> my mother's mother. Uh, I was a little crestfallen deep inside that there wasn't some sort of like Willy Wonka style like <laughs> grain belt beer scavenger hunt for our great grandfather's like secret beer money. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even have the background knowledge for what that is about. He was a VP at Grain Belt. What? Oh, really? Yeah. I like that it's perfectly it's perfectly acceptable for me to be like, oh, I'm a little bit surprised, but finding that interesting. Mike had the exact <laughs> same reaction, and that is not acceptable at all. <laughs> Our great-grandfather worked his way up the corporate ladder at Grain Belt Brewery when it was still its own company. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's Which why one? We, that's why we had all that Grain Belt shit in the basement growing up. Oh. Remember how we had those like steins, those like fancy steins and stuff? Yeah, I just thought that was because dad liked <laughs> drinking. No, that was like swag. <laughs> that was I mean, dad, like, that's probably came... why we had some other stuff in the <laughs> it house. Came, it came from the other side of the family, Mike. <laughs> yeah. People on the mom's side like to drink too. I don't remember what type of beer your father drinks. Um, now, I mean, his his palate has definitely changed now that he is not financially responsible for three children. Right. That makes like, a lot of sense. When we were kids, he was definitely like, you could tell he was being a little more economic in his beer selection. Was it Grain Belt? Uh, I think it was, mm, I remember specifically the rigid, the ridged cans of a Michelob oh, at some points Mi- in our childhood. Isn't that Mick Golden? Yeah, that sounds right. Probably. I don't really That's, remember that. What, it's not that a high well. quality beer. No. But, no. 
But you know, you're right though. There's there's all those kids. Like I as a like once I started to drink beer as a and I basically lived there. Right. Ooh, yeah. Enemy of the show, Noel basically lived there. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, there's a lot of economic. Actually, pressures. enemy of the show, Noel literally lived there for a while. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of economic pressures. Yes. All I'm saying. Yeah. On the. Uh, on on his beer money. Exactly. <laughs> right. He would also get, he also had that problem of, like, anytime he drank beer, he would get too excited and buy things off of late night television. <laughs> I mean, he'd get excited about it. I don't know if he ever actually bought them. That's a good point. He probably never actually bought it. Yeah, he's things. like, I can't waste this beer money. <laughs> Although, we're making him out to be, I think, a significantly more problematic <laughs> drunk than he actually is. What were you going to say? Did we have a rotato at one point? No, we I did not have a rotato. I feel like I've experienced a rotato in my life. Did you buy me, a rotato? Me too. That's what I was just going to ask you. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you. I wasn't going to ask you, did you buy a rotato? I was going to say, I feel like I've used a rotato, though. Did I buy a rotato? <laughs> that I would believe. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because like at some point in time, they ceased to sell those only on TV. Yeah. And they were in the... Only on TV aisle in the store. To me, the right. most plausible scenario for both of you to have experienced the rotato is that at some point, Stephen lived in some garbage house in his 20s, came across a rotato, or li- I should say lived in a garbage house, but also had some disposable income at that point, came across a rotato and was like, oh, I have to get this rotato. This all checks out so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, I don't remember it specifically, sure. but it seems... But so, that also checks out with that period <laughs> right? of life. But it also seems too plausible to not be true. <laughs> yeah. So here's the question. Which one of you stole my rotato, Noel and Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Give it back. Wow. Wow. I want to spiral cut me some fries. <laughs> Is that what it did? I don't I even mean, remember. I peeled a potato. Yeah, oh, okay. can you... I imagine you could set it deep enough or hard enough or mm. chunk enough mm. that seems <laughs> to highly dubious. cut you some fries sure i mean maybe now maybe the rotato 2.0 yeah rotato whatever. extra yeah. rotato the ninja well, rotato system rotato laser deluxe whoa oh i want that yeah we all do where do i get it uh, uh oh, only on tv damn it am i gonna wait four to six weeks Maybe I would if I like I like the idea that, that for the people who are still ordering things from TV the uh the overnight shipping thing has not come through at all. No. Maybe I'd be okay with waiting 4 to 6 weeks if they allowed cash on delivery. Sure. Sure. No cash on delivery. Um I'm just realizing just now that, $50 shipping and handling. Yeah. Ooh. Uh I'm just realizing just now that Dan is the youngest person that remembers no COD being tacked on to everything. <laughs> Do you remember that, Dan? I mean, n- not specifically, but like I certainly remember all of the weird restrictions on all of the shit that was being sold when we were watching TV for no reason at two in the morning. Okay, so, so your contention uh-huh. is that you remember all restrictions. But you don't remember no COD. No, no, no. I'm it just... was the most prominent one, Dan. <laughs> I'm with Mike. So let's just say a more studious person of Dan's age is the youngest <laughs> yes, person. That, that is a much that. better way of putting it. God, you suck. What did I do? <laughs> you weren't paying attention, Dan. No, I definitely was not. Do you even have the Santa's phone phone number still memorized? Ooh, great question. Uh, Call. one nine hundred nine. 
started to improve at the end. Yeah, you kind of you were getting there. Yeah, I really bought it. Yeah. You would have paid 3.99 a minute for that. I almost leapt into your lap. Wow. That's how much I was believing it. It's a real problem for me. <laughs> Adult men leaping into your lap. <laughs> really is. That is a does definitely a problem. It's not as much of a problem for me as it is for every woman. But <laughs> sure. Sure. But it's still a problem for me. It's a lesser yeah. problem. It's yeah. still inconvenient. Yeah, and certainly. Just weird. Certainly. We were recently. Uh, Who? I guess you like, and me and Steven? yes, and the family. Uh, and Stephen? No. Okay. Wait, family. You, you have an aunt, Stephen? <laughs> no. Well, actually, we do have Stephanie. That's pretty much what that is. Sure. Anyway, uh, we were watching like old home movies, old uh, Christmas home movies. Yes. And there was one Christmas where some random neighbor dude yeah. showed up as Santa. <laughs> yeah. Wilson? He could have been a Wilson. I have no idea what his name is. I don't know either. Uh, but it was weird. It's weird watching a time when you put kids on some dude's lap yeah. who is yeah. not related in any way. I mean, the moment that you call the front of legs a lap... It's become weird. <laughs> that is weird. That is true. Like, I like. I will co-sign on that statement. <laughs> Even if it's just like, oh, you're touching the front of my legs Any now. scenario. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Any scenario where you refer to it as the lap or your lap. Because there are, con there are consensual adult scenarios yes. in which one adult touches the front of the legs of another adult. Certainly. Uh -huh. But even in that scenario, mm -hmm. the moment you call it a lap, yeah. it's gotten weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Webster's Dictionary defines the lap as human legs that have become a chair. <laughs> and also weird. Yes. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. Used in a sentence, I sat on a lap, somehow ignoring a penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's true. <laughs> hmm. 
Okay. How's everyone doing? I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think let's let's take a let's take a quick two. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, we'll be right back with more definitions from Webster's Dictionary. Laptop. And we're back. Oh. How bad cast. to the nights. Backy time nights. Yeah, we'll hear those nights. Because they belong to lovers. Hmm. Um. Do not deny belong to lovers. Do not deny belong to us. No. What happened? I don't know. I thought we were just going to keep going. The plane going by. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, might be I able to hear that. You I might not. I only just put together that, like, Smashing Pumpkins had a Today single and then followed it up with an album with a Tonight single. Well, but it was two. It was quadruple night. <laughs> quadruple night? There's two tonights. Why is that quadruple? Because two times two is four. Hmm. Hmm. Does that work if you don't use all the W's on the table? <laughs> well, okay. I feel like now you're just covering for the fact that it took you too long to catch it. <laughs> Might be because it's how bad cast nights. It's definitely because it's how bad cast nights on a Friday night. I think the Friday night is important context. Working hard and then hardly working because you had working hard day. Yeah, Yeah, I had working hard day. (laughs) Um, I had working medium day. Oh, I only pulled like a ten-hour day today. Good, jeez, wow, really easing through. It's working medium day. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, and now. I'm cutting loose. Yeah. yeah Everybody is on a microphone. Every time we say, um, <laughs> drink. Oh. What? Every, Every time th- we say, um, quote, um, end quote. Oh. You okay. drink. I thought so you So, for example. I got it. <laughs> Dan, you yeah. owe me two drinks. Okay. Because <laughs> I said, um, twice. Uh-huh. That's a third. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. This is a real Candyman scenario. It's I more don't of a bye bye man scenario. I said it three times. In the oh, show. gotcha. Like it's like a it's like a Beetlejuice. I've actually seen it. It's like a Beetlejuice thing. Why are you trying to take away the black man monster's glory for the white man monster? The whitest glory? man. Yeah. It's well, except point. for the green parts. Sure. He's so white. He's green. <laughs> it's like a leprechaun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boy, I really assumed that that would go somewhere. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> I mean, it went exactly where it probably should have gone. Hey, so right. changing the subject. Yeah, oh, great. Right. Keen-eyed observers of the space around the bunker in which we record this podcast. Yes. You know, my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll notice that my apartment has new windows. Oh, that happened. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice that I also at all. didn't notice that. I also decided to do a, like... Big exaggerated looking around gag for nobody. I was, I was gonna note. I was gonna note and acknowledge it for the listeners. Oh boy! But uh, wow, we here, all worked. Here is what happened. <laughs> we sure did. Here is what happened while my windows were being replaced. Okay. okay. When did this, this happen? How many days ago? Three ish. Was this long? Oh. oh, so not long enough ago to pretend it was the reason that we're putting this out a week late. We are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, there's the the reason is twofold. One, it could have happened at any time. I got a notice from my apartment complex that said we could replace your windows at any time over the next six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> they will show up at eight a.m. and just cut holes in your wall. Was this written in? 
cut out magazine letters? <laughs> no, but if it had been, I would have taken it as more official and less threatening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when your apartment tells you some gruff dudes are going to be there to cut holes in your wall sometime. It's <laughs> yeah. a rude way to <laughs> describe the workers. Yeah. Well. Why well, you got to talk down to the labor class. It wasn't inaccurate in this instance. All right. Um, uh, hey, we're going to cut the holes. So two things happened. Help First, me take a bite out of crime I'm and gonna, replace your windows. I'm going to die. It seems like that would that would be crime enabling, <laughs> right? Well, that's why you have to take such a big bite out of crime. Oh, that's why you have to help. You oh, have yeah, to yeah. help. You're balancing you can out allow the- crime when you have secure windows. Yeah, you're balancing <laughs> out the... I get it. Um, so first, uh, first the digression because it's topical. Yes. Um... Uh, that McGruff reference that I just made? That was top. God, I hope so. God. Why do I allow you to continue to breathe? <laughs> wow. Jeez. Uh, now who's gruff? Yeah. How me, McGruff? He threatened my life. You all exist at the pleasure of Stephen. Hmm. Anyways, um, I've not set myself up as the hero of this story with that last statement. Certainly not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, um, uh, so the first the first digression is I was sitting in here when they started working on the windows and one guy yells to another guy that's working on my windows. Yeah. Um are we occupied? Whoa. <laughs> and the guy says, "What? Stop sign. What? Uh are we occupied? I don't know what you mean. Is there a is there a tenant here?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm here." He's like, "Good. I just needed to know if I had to clean up my mouth, not talk about booties and bitches." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like, I guess I do. <laughs> I assume they wanted to know in case, like, the saw went too far in or right. something. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I yelled from the other room. Yeah. That's just the digression. That was that whole exchange, and then it was just real awkward, so I just left. Uh-huh. Um, also, they were sawing holes in my house, and that's just not a great time to be there. Right. right. Judging um, them for their talk about that's booties a and weird, Yeah, that's like a weird way of, like... Sort of asking if it's okay to talk about boobies and bitches. Which, honestly, if, like, you have to ask, you know the answer. (laughs) But he didn't, because he didn't know if you were there. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he's, uh, he's more, he's more constrained by external constraints. But also, booties and bitches, like, the fact that those are separate subjects of conversation... I think it's like a ghouls and ghosts kind of oh, thing. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Or, okay. you okay. know, ghosts and ghoulies. Yeah. Or dungeons and dragons. Uh-huh. Well, it's, that... never, it's never dungeons and or dragons. I guess. It could be. It certainly could be. Yeah. It should be, in fact. Yeah, right? It really should. Every time I've played dungeons and dragons, there have been... You know what? I've never experienced either a dungeon or a dragon. In dungeons and dragons? Yeah. Hmm. Mostly, it's... Mostly my Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to get back to this window thing in a second. Okay, sure. Should you mostly play like merchants and go from town to town, just like Most, buying up wool and stuff? Oh, Most of let my me Dungeons and Dragons. Smith, your kettle. I'm a tinsmith. <laughs> Most of my Dungeons and Dragons experiences. Your I'm, character has starved to death once again. <laughs> Uh, most of my Dungeons and Dragons experience is me going, ooh, I'm a level one thief. I roll. To see if I get an 18, 19, or 20 and thus successfully do a somersault. <laughs> and then and then someone else I'm playing with is like, I've had this character for 21 years. I use magic to turn your hands into dicks. <laughs> wow. Does that help with a somersault or no? 
I, I think it made it harder. Okay. I think what, it, what character class do you need to be to get the wiz, the uh, hand dicks? I, I don't think it's specifically... Uh, okay, so I think, I think that was... I think I, that was the missing piece of that story. I think I told that story poorly. Uh-huh. Because I think the unstated premise there that was possibly needed for context was it's just some magic that allows you to change the form of things. Mm. But at least in the case of the people that I play Dungeons and Dragons with, uh-huh. right. if you have the magic that allows you to change the form of things, why would you do anything but change <laughs> everything into dicks? Right. I cast hand dick. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I so- hand dick the darkness. <laughs> I don't remember what that's a reference to, but I know I referenced something. <laughs> I turn north and walk three spaces. Mm-hmm. Nope, I've fallen down and I can't catch myself because I have hand dicks. Well, I'm dead again. <laughs> uh, donate my hand dicks to science. The dragon is infuriated that his hands are now dicks. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good move on dragons, though, right? They can't mm-hmm. fly nowhere mm-hmm. with all sure. them dicks hanging out there. I mean, they could fly if they could. <sighs> they would struggle. They would definitely struggle. Yeah. The initial takeoff, the initial takeoff, they would if definitely you struggle. You remember childhood. Like, the <laughs> the $1.50 kites from the grocery store uh-huh. were easier to get aloft than the $3 kites from the grocery store that had those streamers hanging off the back. I see what you're saying. Ah, okay. It just makes sense. <laughs> also, if they have to do, like, a run... If they have to, like, gain speed before they can take off, those hand dicks are going to Well, they're not foot dicks. Well, aren't dragon hands just dragon feet? No, dragon hands are little things in the middle of their wings. I mean, now I feel like we're getting into, like, a morphology of dragons. (laughs) Like, who knows how how specific that spell gets. I assume they're basically bats, right? I assume the dragon had four feet and then the wings. Not two feet and wings. Wait. I think there's a lot of different forms that... Yeah. That's like a weird, weird, How many limbs right? do dragons have? <laughs> right? I don't know. A weird. Isn't a weird the one with two oh. legs and wings? Or is it, it just it wings? It might just what? not have legs at all. Just wings. Yeah. A weird. A weird. <laughs> might, <laughs> might just be the snaky wing guy. Yeah. Wait, so do they just have to roll? Quetzalcoatl. Sure. Yeah, do they just have to roll downhill until they fall off a cliff and then use those <laughs> wings for gliding? <laughs> how, do they get, how do they get a flight Oh, in? I hope so. Man, Ketakotl is not that threatening. <laughs> Anyways, back to the windows. A worm rolls towards you down the slope. <laughs> we don't know enough about this to do it well. <laughs> Let's keep trying. But also, we know just enough to do it fun. Nights. Nights, yes. We know just enough to do it nights. Um, what were we talking? What were you talking about? Windows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody cut holes in the wall and wanted to talk That's about right. booties. and bitches. Yep. So... So one of, worms. So one of the non-booties and bitches workers. How many workers were in your there was apartment? Like seven. Oh. Oh, they like no. It was like it was like like car racing pit stop. Getting my windows out. I There's see. a lot of windows in this place. Like oh, one, two, are. three, four, yeah, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's a lot of nine holes. Nine windows. It's a lot of holes. Let the record show that he did not have to look to do that. He just pointed. It was like really a impressive. I mean, there were well, only... a wizard that's not actually affecting the reality. Yeah, right. I was to say, there was only eight when I started. <laughs> like, like a wizard who's counting things. <laughs> there was only eight when I started. Sesame Street. Now he's not a wizard. He might have some... I bet he's got some magic. So, does you he You think have... he's a vampire wizard? Does he have four he... limbs in addition to his wings? <laughs> Seems Ooh. like he would have counted them off at some point in time. Reasonably. We'd have definitive purpose. Yes. I'm pretty... Definitive I, evidence. I bet that if you, uh, if you saw the count, you would see two limbs... Which may make him a worm. Yeah, he is maybe a worm. 
A wizard worm a who's a vampire. Yeah. Wizard worm vampire. Some vampires have sorcery, depending on the... Uh, Tradition. Yeah. Of which those vampires come. Yeah. Sure. Anyways. But he, he seems like more the vampire tradition of vampires are uh, targets of xenophobia. Yeah, that seems right. That seems like mostly his, like, his extra power is... Uh, mostly his extra power is he's othered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Count. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he tries so hard to let everyone know that he's learned the language well enough to count in, oh, a, the in count, English. The Count is just like a heart-wrenching immigrant story. <laughs> yep. One. One person like me. No. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, Jesus. There are... Well, yeah, I guess there's never been a suggestion there are other vampires in Sesame Street world. How are there? No, but there's like lots of Elmo... Things. Species. And monsters. There's, I think there's, there's even, specifically monsters. Yeah. Yeah. And there's even been other grouches. Yeah, but a grouch, yeah, is a, a grouch is just a monster. But isn't it's like a subset, right? It's not just right? a monster. It's like a specific yeah. culture of monsters. Yeah, yeah, a grouch is a... Yeah, a grouch is like... Let's say a grouch is an ethnicity of monsters. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's still a social construct. Yes. Oh, certainly. <laughs> certainly. Um... Which is unfair. It is. Anyways, Windows. Yes. <laughs> so one of the non-bitches and booties workers. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind having a dude who was willing to cart me around in my house. Grouches that have garbage. I men assume he pays. Carry them he just pays that guy sometimes, though, right? I don't think that's like a. Does he like I tip mean, him yeah, like you, Christmas or you something? You have to pay for garbage service. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's got to pay the city of Sesame. <laughs> <laughs> no, they live on Sesame Street. Oh, okay, what city? New York. You don't know that. <laughs> it's on TV. It's in New York. That's fair. Did they explicitly state that it's Chicago or show you a palm tree so you knew no. it was Los Angeles? Right. No, it's no, New York. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, it might be Toronto pretending to be New yeah. York. That seems pretty likely. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they all retreated across the border. Like, to avoid budget cuts and the and the such, mm-hmm. um, so anyways, the windows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other workers notices the zone that we are sitting in now and says, "What do you do? Some sort of podcast in here?" Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I said, "Yes, actually, been doing it for a while." He. There were more interstitial questions from him. I yeah. mostly said yes. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't a thing I was <laughs> eager to engage. Though yeah. he wasn't really bothering me either. I'm, right. I, I I don't want to be too harsh on the guy. Um, uh, and he, he said, oh, that's interesting. That's real interesting. You know, I've always admired that. Pod- what? <laughs> Why? Oh. Uh, yes. And I said, huh. Did you tell him how to find our podcast? Thanks. Would I be telling you this, this story if I had? Maybe. No. Hey, Carl. Great job on the windows, you might say. I mean, he did do a good job on the windows, <laughs> I think. It hasn't rained yet. Well, I think that's how you know if windows have gone... like So you know windows have gone catastrophically bad when there's not glass in them. Certainly. Uh, or more specifically, when there's glass all over your apartment. Right. You know windows have gone kind of bad when it rains. Yeah. And in fact, I did overhear this exchange between two uh, window-replacing people. What do we do... Or what's going to happen when it rains and this all fills up with water out here? Uh, followed by the second guy saying, "Windows are in, not our problem." Oh no! <laughs> so sounds like you need to dig a trough. 
got that co- I got that going for me. Yeah, you got that <laughs> to look forward to. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that's going to be good. <laughs> so maybe just like pull things a few feet away from the wall. Yeah, I mean, if I, you see the fork, check the forecast. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it, for clarity, I live in a basement. Right. So, you know, the water table is above my waist. Yeah. For the dank. What? Yes, for the dank. Like I I ship dank. What? What just happened? <laughs> uh, it's a dank basement. Okay. And I ship dank. Dank. I, I think what I'm saying is I want dank to fuck. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm misusing the term. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into dank. So anyway, Dan. you're saying this guy desperately wanted to listen to our podcast yeah. and add to our numbers. Or and he wanted, you didn't want it to happen. Or he wanted to just guest on it. Oh, do you think that was what was happening? I think he was asking us to he be a guest angling. on his podcast. Oh, sure. <laughs> his podcast, uh, uh, installing windows in places that also record podcasts. Honestly, with this, Gary. this sort of sounds like if my father-in-law knew what a podcast was. The conversation you had with this person sounds like the conversation literally anyone might have with my father-in-law if he possibly, like, even remotely knew what a podcast was, which he most assuredly does not <laughs> Should we get him listening to this? You think that would help your life? No. No, it would not. I imagine it would. Mm. I imagine it would help my life. How? I don't know. I'd probably call him, check in with him, talk about how disappointed in you he is. You'd call him, like, separate from the podcast? Yeah, I'd be like, hey, did you hear that new episode? Aren't you disappointed in Dan? <laughs> I, was express- I was expressly told I was better than the last guy when I first started dating my now wife. Oh, that's nice. So... But the last guy was was literally the world's only counting vampire puppet. <laughs> well, then now I feel like that's an incorrect statement. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, my God, he's a racist. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that actually might be, <laughs> <laughs> might be some truth Let's to that. Let's get him listening to this. <laughs> Sir, you might be a racist. <laughs> Listen to our show. <laughs> Pretty decent pitch, actually. What? Listen to our show because you, you might, be race- might be a racist. Listen to our show. Huh. That's Lots of people are worried that they're, that they're racist these days. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Back in my day, we just accepted that we were racist and tried hard not to be. Is that true? That doesn't remind me of our day. No. That seems like an aspirational day <laughs> for like the future. Yeah, probably. That seems like an aspirational back in my day. Yeah, probably. Like to make a day... For which it to be the back of the day. <laughs> Would you just help me shit on young people, Dan? I guess. Hey, youngins, stop doing dumb stuff. Hey. Say something mean about millennials. I technically am one. God damn it. Get out. I don't agree with that. I don't identify myself as one because I'm right on the tail end of it and it feels weird. I think you're not anymore. I think Mike and I are now. What? what? I think, what are you talking like, about? Why would you be millennials and me not be millennials? No, you're not on the tail end anymore. Oh, they broadened it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think it's, like I think generations like this like tend to get broadened as you get further away from the birth years. No, don't you remember everyone who was around our age getting really excited that oh, we're exennials or whatever. 
I think I maybe maybe I just decided that that was stupid. Dumb magazines understand us finally. Maybe what happened? We have our own category. Maybe what happened is they just felt like they had to broaden it out when they were like realized how many articles were defining it by. Uh, how much millennials are like just shit out of luck and have no money and they're like ooh that's more people than who we originally thought <laughs> yeah we're ooh wired has become too depressing um, <laughs> uh, yeah like you think that there was like a micro generation in like the 1880s that were like no I'm not I'm not the industrial generation <laughs> I there weren't cotton gins when I was born. I had to work hard to catch up and figure out how to use them when I was 15. <laughs> yes. I, I don't mean, think that was a thing. I mean, probably not. There, it would have been if they weren't so busy, you know, laboring yeah. all the time. <laughs> sure. And, like, being mad at Eli Whitney for violating their privacy rights. Yeah. Does that map? <laughs> <laughs> so you're... <laughs> So the thesis of this episode <laughs> is that Eli Whitney is the Mark Zuckerberg of the 18, late 1800s. Yeah, seems about right to me. All right. Huh. Back when, back when the cotton gin was just for saying whether a certain plant was hot or not. Yeah. And uh, periodically, the British tried to use the cotton gin to impact our elections. <laughs> wow. Is that map? I don't think so. Might not might not be a perfect analogy. No, I mean we might have to massage it a little bit. But yeah. Eli Whitney probably did some some bad shit. Sure. <laughs> I mean it can't all be cotton gins and I mean you can probably say that about most You're welcome society. You can probably say that about most prominent uh industrialists in that era have probably probably did some bad shit. I'm sure he at least had a sophomore jinx, like his next invention, like just really the shit toilet the bed. gin. <laughs> what? What would that even be? It's just gin that you make in a toilet. <laughs> you don't know what a cotton gin is. <laughs> he was just ahead of his time there. Yeah. He should have waited for Prohibition to hit. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's a real good point. When was the cotton gin invented? I have no idea. <laughs> when was the indoor toilet invented? <laughs> also a great question. Was it invented by Eli Whitney? Oh. Was that his sophomore invention? And if so, <laughs> why do they teach us that he was the inventor of the cotton gin in school? Second of all... Because he, he invented did- the indoor toilet specifically to make gin. It took someone else to realize its true potential. Okay, so but my second point that I'm about to make still stands. Uh-huh. Why did school teach me who invented the cotton gin, uh-huh. but not who invented the toilet? That's a great question. Oh, yeah. When's the last time you peed in a cotton gin? Right. I've never peed in a cotton gin. That's right. You should try to make history more relatable <laughs> to your students. Bring in a cotton gin to class. Let your students pee in it. And then be like, wow, isn't this terrible? But then luckily, whoever came in. Sure. And yeah, bro- we don't even know. I know. Like, if this weren't how bad cast nights, one of us would be Googling this right now. Correct. That's correct. But who cares? Do it yourself. I think you would pee on wool. What are you talking about? I think there was a certain part of the wool like refining process that involved human urine. What? So so what? once again <laughs> once again, witness how much we know about the cotton gin uh-huh. and the wool refining process. I bet you I bet you that if the toilet broke at your house, there's only one thing that could go wrong that you would automatically know how to fix. What? The little flapper thing. <laughs> 
the little yeah. flapper thing goes wrong, you know how to fix oh, that. Oh, sure. Oh, no, the chain fell off for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, anything else goes wrong with the toilet, you got to call somebody. Right. What have you done to us, American education system? Mike and I know about pissing on wool. <laughs> and that a guy named Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. By the way, I'm not the only one that remembered that, right? Right. Both of you remembered that for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> the cotton gin is not relevant to anything ever. Maybe, maybe it was relevant to the people that would have otherwise had to mill or gin that cotton. Probably. Yeah. Probably for little to no money. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe for them. But you know what else those people wanted to do? Not pissing a hole out back. <laughs> Why did school not teach us who invented the toilet? I don't know. Should have been a whole semester. Or just, like, say it once. I don't know that we know who invented the toilet. What? I'm, I'm now asking the internet. Is that, like, lost to prehistory, like the wheel? You think it just appeared in multiple locations? <laughs> yeah, like a parallel invention kind like of thing? Like the printing press? I don't I think mean, the printing press appeared in multiple <sighs> locations, right? Yeah, it wasn't wizardry, Dan. I, appeared is not the right word. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, multiple people in multiple regions that were not associated with each other all came up with a toilet. Okay, so if I Google who invented, yeah. Yeah. here are the top results. Ooh, this is exciting. <laughs> who invented the light bulb? Uh-huh. Is this in order Be- of like lowest to highest? I'm starting from the top to the bottom. Okay. Who invented the light bulb? Mm-hmm. Because the internet's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> who invented the internet? Because Al Gore is a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. The, like, the who invented a light bulb should read who really invented yeah. the light bulb. Who invented pizza? <laughs> because finally, by the third result, the internet has come around to a valuable question. Right. <laughs> Who invented the telephone? Uh-huh. Because the internet is 11 and has a quiz tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, who invented the toilet? Ah. It's the fifth result. Let's click that fifth. Dude. I'm clicking it. Now it's going to be the fourth. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, because you're improving it. We're pushing it. Yeah. John Harrington or Ishmael Al-Jazari or Joseph Brahma? That's wow. a lot of options. Or those are the like those are the flush toilet inventors according to the like like curated results from Google. Sure. The first link result is the Wikipedia page for a one Thomas Crapper. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. I do sort of remember this part of it. Thomas Crapper was a plumber who founded Thomas Crapper and Company in London. He was noted for the quality of his products and received several royal warrants, which I think are patents. Sure. <laughs> uh, he was married to Maria Green. Who this is not the relevant information. Maria Green Crapper. <sighs> Talk uh, about the goddamn toilet. Uh, siphonic flush toilet. Crapper held nine patents, three of them for water closet improvements, such as the floating ball cock. Yes. But none was for the flush toilet itself. (sighs) Thomas Crapper's advertisements implied the siphonic flush was his invention, one having the text, Crapper's valveless water waste preventer, patent number 4990, one movable part only, but patent 4990 for a minor improvement to the water waste preventer was not his, but that of Albert Giblin in 1898. I forgot about the water closet part. Who were all the other people that were listed earlier? I'm going back to that. They seem more relevant. Let's start with Ishmael Al-Jazari. Yeah. 
Bari Az Zaman Abu Izin Ibn Ishmael Ibn Ar Razad Al Jazari was a Muslim polymath, a scholar, inventor, mechanical engineer, artisan, artist, and mathematician. Is this one of those scenarios where, like, uh, the Islam Golden Age kept uh, toilet technology alive during the Middle Ages of Europe? Oh, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, he had water raising machines, automata, clocks. He also did miniature paintings on the toilet. No, these are just the things he invented. I don't know why Google says he invented the toilet. I bet I imagine he did raising. He rose things. He invented Saladin's the ass cheeks were cupped by perfect porcelain while Richard the Lionheart was crapping <laughs> on his own feet. It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah, that is good. Oh, yeah, he basically, like, looking at this weird old drawing, he basically invented a very complicated toilet. Nice. Double-action suck pump with, with valves and reciprocating piston motion. Did he ever actually... That sounds dangerous. Did he ever actually build it, or is it just like a... It includes instructions on how to build it. Right. It's unclear if he did. So it's kind of like some of Da Vinci's drawings. Did you actually have like... a choice as to whether you produced when you sat on that thing? It sounds forceful. <laughs> <laughs> um... Sir John Harrington of Kelston, but baptized in London, was an English courtier, <laughs> author, I'm and glad why no, was that relevant? I'm glad no way he was baptized. <laughs> was an English courtier, <laughs> author, and translator, popular as in far the- as God is concerned, <laughs> he is a true Londoner. Yes. From London town he is. <laughs> author and translator, popular and known as the inventor of the flush toilet. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, this is why we don't look up things on Wikipedia on how yeah, bad cast nights because yeah. we get down a, we get we we get down a water raising flush flush toilet Wikipedia hole. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. That's all I need to know about that. Oh my god, that drawing is horrific. Uh, is which is this a toilet blueprint? Can't tell. Don't want right. to know. Seems like asking questions is only inviting trouble. Ooh, did Da Vinci ever draw a picture of a toilet? I don't know. So while our ancestors were crapping on themselves or just, like, pooping... Yeah, it should a- be noted that Al-Jazari uh, was active in, like, the 12th century, and Sir John Harrington is credited with inventing that thing that that Muslim dude invented 400 years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. But, but his was, like, some sort of crazy poop-sucking machine? Is that what we got? Not no, about? no, no, no. It, like, but the let's sucking be clear. was to get it out of the vessel okay. that he dropped it in. All right. He invented it 400 years later, but... Only one of them was baptized in London, so <laughs> who deserves credit? That's, That's a great point. That's true. Sorry, Al Jazari of Turkey. Should have been born in London town, you should have. <laughs> or born in Kirsten. No. Or whatever. He, in the eyes of the Lord, he was born in That's London. That's true. You're yeah, right, Dan. Yes. Stop blaspheming. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. I believe I said Carlston. Yeah, fine. Whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> London town, the land of God and toilets. <laughs> London town. Oh. I didn't realize that London had a theme song. <laughs> it's the first song in Sweeney Todd. And honestly, honestly, it was like one of those like it was one of those like PR songs to get rid of London's pretty common uh, image as a place where you just threw poo in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People still think of us as Poo Town. We gotta get a, a jaunty song out there. We changed the name to London Town four years ago. The <laughs> <laughs> people are still calling this Poo Town. <laughs> Someone get me Mad Men. Oh God, I would love that. <laughs> get me Mad Men. 
<laughs> so, uh... No, like... <laughs> sorry. Uh, read the, in the original British vernacular. Get me Mad Men! Yeah. Nope, that's Irish. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the point is, the toilet was invented multiple times. London was used to be called Poo Town. <laughs> the uh, point is, count yourself blessed, and every time that you sit on a toilet, remember that all of your waste ultimately goes to London. Yes. And seriously, why is Eli Whitney more famous than any of those people? <laughs> right? I mean, he was American. Oh, sure. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Eli Whitney, America's greatest president. President of peeing on cotton. Yep. Take that, Jefferson Davis. So by the time this goes out, I will have very successfully hosted friend of the show andrew sahawks album recording wow and i will have probably less <clears throat> successfully produced the live show and, uh, i mean i can't downplay the production of the show i mean doesn't that like downplay the uh, desire of, the- of our great listeners uh their need to like go and get the album when it finally comes oh, out. Oh no, the album will be fine. Oh, uh, the experience, like, the live experience. Yeah, the live experience of I the see, show. I see. I'm. I see the PowerPoint slides so and whatnot. So when he asked me to produce this, I said, "Yeah, fine." It turns out what he was asking me to do is make sure the chair rows were straight. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, much easier job than what I thought he was asking me for. Sure. <laughs> I'm much less interested in doing it well. <laughs> If there was some challenge to it, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll try that. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like something I know how to do, I'm like, eh. Right. Just tell some jokes. You'll be fine. Um, I mean, does it matter that the chair rows are straight? I don't think it does. That's how the comedy gets to every audience member equally. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, otherwise, you you're going to have pockets of laughter. Exactly. You don't want those boundary mics getting imbalanced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh no! Back left is clipping. Someone didn't. Someone didn't straighten the chair rows. <laughs> Great! Damn yeah. you, Steven! So you're are you warming up the crowd? Uh, I mean, in a sense. <laughs> are you making the crowd wish for someone else to be up there, thus making them more excited when Saha comes up? That is no. generally my strategy for but Galactic what? Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Ah. Every Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. You'll laugh your blast off uh, as I make you wish someone was up there who had actually written jokes. Uh-huh. Although I have recently been uh, going back over my Evernotes for like old jokes that I didn't use. Uh-huh. And that's gone over decently. Massaging them into something workable. Yeah, I forgot that I had a bunch of uh, jokes as a, a lizard. <laughs> well, yeah. if you oh, want to figure out what the fuck he's talking yeah, about, yeah, go to Galactic. Like a, like wait, a reptilian. Do you still, do you you still know, have the like, mask? Huh? Do you still wear the mask when you uh, tell those jokes? Well, I didn't this time because I just stumbled across the. Oh yeah, I forgot you had that lizard mask that was a character. Yeah, I, I was time. one of the reptiles that uh, control the world secret world government. It's a fun. Who bit. was doing stand up? It's a fun bit if you've seen it. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen it. No. Anyway, the point is. Uh, Sock will have an album coming out when eventually. No, soon you can find it on 
a crowdfunding platform as soon as we decide on one. I'm sure that there will be a link to it on, you know, uh, Sahak's Twitter. AndrewSahak.com. Yeah. C-A-H-A-K. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a custom URL now. Ooh. Oh. For what? For the album. Fancy. Oh. That's already up? I think the album has its own website. Wow. Wow. Not even born yet, and it has its own website. Sort of makes you feel like a piece of shit, huh? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, uh... Whew. How, how was that for organic? Not much. Wait. What is it? It's like May almost, right? Yeah, it'll be uh, okay. almost May when listen, this show comes out. Listen, I'm getting really ahead of myself, but... Twin Cities Improv Festival is happening in the end of June. Oh, I thought you were going to wish me a happy birthday. Oh, hey... First of all, <laughs> at the end of May, happy birthday to Mike. Yeah. He'll be 30-something. Just go to andrewsahawk.com. I don't, I don't think the URL's live. Go to andrewsahawk.com and uh, wish, <laughs> wish me a happy birthday. Yes. yes. Uh, so Absolutely the, do that. Let, let, me, let me digress about that previous plug. Which um, one? The, the Sahawk URL thing. Oh, sure. I had a problem Googling it because I believe the URL is going to be andrewsahawkdracula.com mm-hmm. uh-huh. because the n- name of the album is Dracula. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Which I don't, I I think it's okay to have revealed that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll be done, and there's already promotional material about the show. That's a good point. Uh, but so, anyways, um, it turns out that when you Google Andrew Sahak, a very unique name, uh-huh. and right. the word Dracula, yes, yeah. there are far too many hits to sift through <laughs> really? in this amount of time. Uh, about half of them are this podcast. What if you add the search term cotton gin to that? <laughs> Let's find out. Right, what's happening. <laughs> Dan, what do you have going on? I have nothing going on in the month of May. Right. I have a lot except going for my, on. Except for celebrating except me. For cellar, and, except for happy birthday, Mike. And the one day that you spend walking through the park. What? Yeah. You were walking through the park. One day, in the very merry month. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to get all the way up to the word before May? Yes. Yes, you did. I'm a millennial. I don't know these things. Oh, what's a... <laughs> yes? <laughs> Finish that sentence. I was trying to think of something that like a dumb young person wouldn't know what it is there is one hit for andrew sahawk dracula cotton gin yeah all right and it is the title of this webpage is pornography.com <laughs> three dash d slash a n space four dash f slash n and it goes on like that for a while until it gets to battery dash h Aubon marsh Dash V acapella. <laughs> what acapella? Dash A V dash a caprizio dash dot dot dot. Rock-a-pella. And it is from gutenberg.polytechnic.edu.na. Yes. Wow. Did someone do a study on Andrew Sahak's comedy? It's like a word cloud. Recording? It's like a like a like deep learning. Deep learning word cloud yes. for words most likely to be said by people that know Andrew Sahak <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Yeah. That anyway. seems right to me, actually. That's yeah. a smart computer. Yeah, that, that seems pretty accurate. Way to go, gutenberg.polytechnic.edu.na. <laughs> mm-hmm. Soon we will all be serving, serving under its uh, iron hand. So in the very merry month of May, nothing. Nothing. But, but in the very swoony month of June. Yes. One 
Swoonie Junie. Specific day. I don't know what day it is yet because the lineup hasn't been completely settled. All right. But Guts and Teeth will be performing at the Twin Cities Improv Festival this June at Huge Theater. Uh, so keep your eye out for that. Well, that's not even a plug. I have nothing else. <laughs> also, Guts and Teeth will be performing regularly on Saturday nights at Huge Theater in July and August. Wow. So get ready for that. And who's got some teeth again? Are you in it? I am. <laughs> well, that's helpful. Jesus. I'm helping you. Wait, is Jesus in it? I mean, People might yes. not have heard the last time you plugged guts and teeth. That's true. Yeah, I'm in it. And then other people that are delightful are in it. They might just think it's like some, and some gamer kind of culture suck. thing where you talk about red misting people and stuff. What? Are we into are we into weird thing like like, like last for, episode when we talked like, about incels? No, although that was like super timely. I know Dan and I were talking about that. We we resolved to not bring it up on the show because you might find it to be a bummer. But, uh, <laughs> we but tried then we to, brought it up anyway. Yeah, we tried to keep your sweet naive brain out of it. What? We like to keep your spirits up. I don't understand. What are you talking? About? What? what uh, how long have you been protecting me? Oh yeah, we talk about Ooh. a lot out of off of the podcast. Um, speaking of, uh, I think I think it's time. Speaking of President Hillary Clinton, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> and blackout? Oh boy, <laughs> are we actually done? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> How bad, Cass?